When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Hauser, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away, and will bring you back safely. The bright winter sun saw me hurrying across the cobblestones in the old part of my hometown just a few days ago. I passed the owner of the enchanting vintage clothing shop where I had found that stunning dress a few weeks ago. She was just putting on a new robe on the mannequin on the doorstep as I passed. She waved and wanted to invite me in for a slice of her apple pie. Oh, I knew that her pie was literally to die for, but unfortunately I didn't have the time. That afternoon, I was on a mission. You see, a few days before that, I was having dinner at a friend's house. She had made a quite ordinary dish, but it tasted better than anything I had ever eaten in my entire life. Incredulously, I asked for the recipe, and first she smiled and then leaned across the table with a conspirational smile. It's a secret ingredient, she whispered, as if someone could overhear. I got it at the new shop in that side alley in the old town. It's filled with wondrous things. Really? I said, and... What did you pay for that special ingredient? My friend vaguely shook her head. I don't remember, she replied, and then she changed the subject and I was intrigued. The shop was in a tiny side alley in the old town where the sun never entered, and neither had I for all the years that I've lived there. The location wasn't particularly inviting, and neither was the musty yet pungent smell that hit me as I entered the shop. However, I was determined to find out more about that special ingredient, and so I was willing to hold my breath for a while. In the dim light inside the shop I could make out heaps and heaps of knickknacks and flasks and files and boxes and chests arranged in an order that probably only made sense to the owner. I picked up a file the size of my pinky. It was filled with a purple liquid that turned to deep pink as I held it up to the light to decipher the label. Vaccine, it read in an old script. And on the back it said, Spare your children the turmoil of adolescence. Forget the cat who shattered your heart. One drop of this potion will make your heart immune to aches and grief. Side effects include numbness and immunity to love. I was just about to set down the file and pick up another one when a voice came out of the dark. Can I help you, dearie? Who doesn't know them? The classics among the fairy tales. Cinderella, Snow White, Rapunzel, every storyteller has one of them up their sleeves. 
Only few, however, venture to give them a new spin, and one of them is Ed Stivender. I met Ed at my very first storytelling festival on Cape Clear almost 10 years ago. He left a lasting impression. It is for good reason that the Miami Herald called him the Robin Williams of storytelling. Ed has been telling stories for over 40 years, both in the US and internationally, and I'm delighted that you'll all get to hear his version of Red Riding Hood. Favorite thing in the world, I got five minutes. My favorite thing, improv fairy tale based on audience suggestions. I need the name of a famous fairy tale, the name of a character from another fairy tale, a place where fairy tales normally don't occur, a disgusting habit and a saying, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hands. I'm going to take these five ideas. First of all, the name of a famous fairy tale. Red Riding Hood. Okay, I'm wearing Red Riding Hood. All right, thanks. Thanks. Red Riding Hood. How about over here, uh, a, a, um, a character from another fairy tale? Yes, ma'am. Red Fest. Rumpelstiltskin. Prince Charming, you got to. All right, so we got Rumpelstiltskin. How about a, a place where fairy tales never occur? Somebody in the back there. No way out of it, huh? <laughs> no way out of it, I guess. <laughs> okay, uh, Jersey City. Okay, and uh, then uh, a, um, a, uh, a um, disgusting habit. Uh, somebody uh, over... Storytelling. Picking other people's noses. Um, <laughs> And a saying or a slogan, a saying or a slogan that you might hear around, or a wise saying, yes. This bud's for you. So we got Little Red Riding Hood, we got um, Rumpelstiltskin, we've got Jersey City, please. Uh, we've got um, picking other people's noses, and this bud's for you. Oh, but there's no time. I'm really sorry, friends. Thanks a lot. And Little Red came down the stairs and she said, yeah, yeah, yes, Mama, what do, you, what do you want me to do? Now, Little Red, um, Mama, call me by my real name. All right, Snooky. <laughs> Is that close enough to Jersey City? That's about as close to Jersey City as we're going to get today. Little Red, your grandma is very sick. You know where she is? Yes, Yes, Mama, she's down the, the, the Jersey Shore, isn't she? Yeah, she's down the Jersey Shore. I want you to get down the Jersey Shore and give her this food. But whatever you do, do not stop and talk to anybody on the way. Now, get on down and head on down the road. And so Little Red put on her Little Red riding pants and her Little Red riding jacket and her Little Red riding helmet and got on her Little Red riding motorcycle and headed down the road. I wonder if Grandma would like some flowers. And so she saw some flowers on the side of the road, but there standing in the middle of the road was a fellow in a sheepskin suit with sheepskin pants and sheepskin hat and a sheepskin vest and a, a watched zoot suit thing, and he's just standing there. As in, Where are you going, little red? Oh, me? I'm going to my uh, grandma's house. Where does she uh, live? Oh, she lives down the Jersey Shore, 321 Ocean Avenue. Oh, uh... 
Well, aren't you a nice girl? Yes, I am. I was just going to pick these flowers. Oh, you were going to pick those flowers? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to pick these flowers. And she put the flowers in the basket and she headed down to Jersey Shore. <laughs> On the way, she came upon a little guy who was standing in the middle of a field, looking at him himself in the mirror and uh, picking his nose <laughs> and turning it into gold. Rumpelstiltskin was his name, but she didn't have time. She went on. She headed down. She got to her grandma's house, but, of course, the wolf had got there earlier. She knocked on the door. Come in. So she opened the door, and she goes upstairs, and there she sees her grandma sitting in bed. Doesn't look like her grandma. Oh, grandma, what big eyes you have. They're better to see you with, my dear. Oh, grandma, what big nose you have. They're better to smell you with, my dear. Oh, grandma... What a big booger you have. <laughs> You're the wolf, aren't you? And the wolf jumped out of the bed. And Literary Riding Hood went, This bed's for you! And she ran out of the house and down the way. And there was Rumble Stilskin and headed down the road and married Prince Charming and lived happily, as I hope you all will, ever after. The fairy tale sponsor for this episode is the Modern Fairy Tale Museum and their springtime exhibit Old Classics in a New Light. For a short time only, rare objects from various private collections are united in this once-in-a-lifetime, uniquely staged exhibition. Among other adventures, you can wander through the enchanted forest and spot Red Riding Hood's cloak and Grandmother's crossbow. You can climb the stairs to Rapunzel's tower to admire her original hairbrush, or you can be dazzled by the rainbow reflections of Cinderella's glass slipper in the ballroom, inspired by the original setting. And then you can find the happy ever after if you're enchanting tour in our museum shop, where you'll not only discover beloved classics like the Evil Queen's Pie Dish or a woodworking tool set for children inspired by Geppetto's original set. As part of the springtime exhibition, you can claim a shard of Snow White's glass coffin for yourself. It is a limited edition and available as long as stocks last. Wait no longer and come to the Modern Fairy Tale Museum. The entrance to the exhibit is behind any door you open at 11 past 11 a.m. and the cost is 10 size for your true heart's desire. Modern Fairy Tale Museum. Old classics in a new light. Walk through your favorite tales as if you were a part of them. Five stars from India on Apple Podcasts. Amazing. Hi, my name is India and I love your stories. I think you're all so cool and it's a great selection of stories. I've literally memorized your intro. That's how many episodes I've watched. India. Thank you so much for your kind review, India. We are thrilled that you are such a faithful listener and we hope that the stories we share on here will continue to delight and inspire you. You know, writing a review is a wonderful way to help new listeners find and enjoy the podcast. Another way of showing your support is by becoming a patron. And you'll not only get our best wishes for your own happy ever after. No, there are several goodies waiting for you. 
all patrons, from the magic beans to the seven league boots, get a story story postcard four times a year. The postcards feature one of the delightful fairy tale sponsor images. Would you like to get a postcard from the podcast? If you sign up as a patron at any level, you will get one in the mail this spring, wherever you are in the world. Become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash story story podcast or our website storystorypodcast.com. Thank you to all the patrons who make this podcast possible. You are the first snowdrops in our wintry gardens. Out of the dark stepped an old, short man. He looked as old as time and the clothes he was wearing were probably made back then as well. The vast majority of hair from his scalp had migrated south into his cabbage-like ears and hook of a nose, and his beady eyes were fixed first on me and then on the file in my hand. Find something you like? he asked. I put down the file and was just about to say something when his gnarly fingers picked up a rectangular box. How about this? he said. A powder to make paint. Mix with a little water, whatever you paint will look like the most magnificent piece of art the beholder has ever seen. Or this? He picked up a pillbox. Sprinkle a pinch of this herb on any food you make and it will taste better than anything your guests have ever had. I blinked and thought of my friend as he fished an ordinary looking sponge and held it under my nose. Or are you more of the practical sort? How about this sponge? Drizzle it with my special washing up liquid and you'll never have to scrub dishes ever again. The sponge will do it for you. All of this, he made a jazz hand gesture around the shop at no cost, well, almost no cost, for what use do you have for the name of a child you may or may not have one day, or, say, a hair of your beloved? Oh, thank you, I said, so many offers, and I took a step back, I'll think about it, I'll be back, and with that, I left the shop, I stepped back into the alley and back into the sunlight, and I went home. I haven't returned to the shop, but sometimes I wonder if I should. There are so many things that could make our lives easier, less painful, increase our pleasure. What do you think, dear listener? Should I go back to the shop? If you could, would you go, and what would you get? And why? Please do let me know in the comments. I'm so curious to hear your thoughts. The second story of this episode is brought to you by Priscilla Howe. Priscilla is a storyteller from Kansas who, according to one of her listeners, quietly but firmly conquers her audience's heart. She has been telling stories for many years in 14 countries and on four continents. And in her story, Small Tooth Dog, she weaves a new version of Beauty and the Beast. Hi everybody, it's Priscilla here with another bedtime story. 
Tonight's story is called The Small-Toothed Dog. It's an old English folktale, and it's very much like another story you might already know. There was a man going through the deepest, darkest part of the forest. He was coming home from a long trip, and he had his horses and his carriage, and he was in that deepest, darkest part of the forest when all of a sudden, rah! Robbers surrounded his carriage. They were just about to attack him when out from the trees there came a huge, black, small-toothed dog. The dog said, Get on my back and I'll take you to safety. The man got on the dog's back. It was a huge dog. And the dog ran out of the forest, ran across fields, jumped over fences until he came to a castle. This is where I live. You're welcome here. They went inside and they had a delicious meal and the man slept in a comfortable guest bed. And the next day at breakfast, he said to the dog, You saved my life. How can I thank you? The dog said, Will you give me what you value the most? Why, yes, I've got, I've got gold and silver. You may have that. No, 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 no. Do you promise me what you value the most, what you love the most? Yes, I've got, I've got jewels. You may have those. No, 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 no. Do you promise me what you love the most? Yes, I've got land. You may have my land. No, 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 no. Give me your daughter. My daughter? That's too much to ask. You promised. May I have a week with her before you come to get her? Yes, 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 yes. So the dog took the man home, and he had a week with his daughter before the dog came to get her. She said goodbye to her father. She got on the dog's back, and the dog ran across fields, jumped over fences until he came to the castle. He had a very nice room for the daughter, and he had books and games and puzzles, and he told her jokes, he told her stories, he took her on walks, he had delicious food for her. He tried very hard to cheer her up. He was very kind to her, but still she cried. She cried and cried and cried for a month. Finally, the dog said, why are you crying? Why are you still crying? I, I want to see my father. Get on my back and I'll take you for a visit. She got on his back and he ran across the fields and he came to a fence and he stopped. He said, wait, what do you call me? I call you a great foul small-toothed dog. He said, no, 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 no. And he turned and ran with her all the way back to the castle. She cried and cried and cried for another week. He was very, very kind to her. He tried very hard to cheer her up, but still she cried. He said, why are you still crying? I want to see my father. Get on my back and I'll take you for a visit. She got on his back and he ran and ran and ran across the fields. He came to that first fence and he said, wait, what do you call me? She said, I call you. I call you. Sweeter than honeycomb. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. He jumped that fence, and he ran all the way to another fence. He stopped. Wait now, what do you call me? I call you a great foul small-toothed dog. No, 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 no. He turned and ran with her all the way back to the castle. She cried and cried and cried for another week. He was very kind to her. He tried very hard. But still she cried. Why are you still crying? I want to see my father. Get on my back and I'll take you for a visit. She got on his back and he ran and ran and ran across the fields. He came to that first fence and he said, Wait, what do you call me? I call you sweeter than honeycomb. He jumped that fence and he ran and ran and ran to the second fence. Wait, what do you call me? I call you sweeter than honeycomb. 
Yes, 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 yes. He jumped that fence and he ran to a third fence. Wait now, what do you call me? I call you a great foul small tooth dog. No, 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 no. He turned and ran all the way back to the castle with her. She cried and cried and cried for another week. And finally he said, get on my back and I'll take you for a visit. She got on his back and he ran and ran and ran till he came to that first fence. What do you call me? I call you, I call you sweeter than honeycomb. Yes, yes, yes. He jumped that fence and he ran to the second. What do you call me? I call you sweeter than honeycomb. Yes, yes, yes. He jumped that fence and he ran to the third. What do you call me? I call you sweeter than honeycomb. Yes, yes, yes. He jumped that fence and he ran to her house. She was just getting off his back when he said, Wait, now, what do you call me? And she said, I call you... Oh. She remembered how kind he had been to her, how he had told her stories, he had told her jokes, he'd taken her on walks, he had delicious food for her, he had books and games and puzzles, he had a wonderful guest room for her. He had tried very hard to cheer her up. He had been very kind. She said, oh, I call you sweeter than honeycomb. And this time she meant it. And he said, yes, 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 yes. And he stood up on his hind legs and he took off his dog head and he took off his dog skin. And he stood there straight and tall, a handsome young man with small, even white teeth. And he smiled at her, and she smiled at him, and they all lived happily ever after. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Ed Stivander at edstivander.com and Priscilla Howe at priscillahowe.com. Tell them you heard them on the podcast and now want to hear them tell more stories. The year is still quite new, but times are still strange for performing artists, and art is still needed more than ever. So many storytellers are doing online events, so you, yes, you, can see and hear some of your favorite storytellers of the podcast tell stories from the comfort of your home. These may be different times, but the opportunities to connect with the magic of live storytelling are abundant. Go find your favorite tellers from the podcast and discover what they can bring to your home. If you wish, you can connect with the podcast and Rachel Ann on Facebook or Instagram at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. And you can find me at isabelhauser.com. You can see the fairy tale sponsor ads on the Story Story Podcast Instagram and Facebook page. While you are there, let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Maybe you will hear them here soon. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was a story seed from Laura Packer. You can find her lovely story and writing prompts by looking her up on social media. The music is by Poddington Bear. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. Consider becoming a patron or joining the mailing list to get podcast goodies or writing a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the show. You will hear more stories next week, but until then, live happily ever after. Mary Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And 
to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal 